Welcome back to the G Truth, home of the one and only Good Truth. Um, I have a lot on the agenda today for what I want to talk over. I'm gonna go over my Week 17 uh, games, my thoughts from those, my takeaway from those. Um, I went 12 and four in those, so not like last week where I went 14 and two. But 12 and four. Uh, I'm gonna go over the four games I got wrong first, and then go back to the games I got right. Um, and then I want to talk about the Steelers situation right now and the, all the drama that's going on over there. It's a disaster for them, in my opinion. And the Oakland hiring of a new GM in Mike Mayock, uh, as well as the Vikings situation at quarterback with Kirk Cousins after paying him $84 million. That's a lot. But let's start with my thoughts on the Week 17 games. First up, that I got wrong was the Bills and the Dolphins. Now, this is playing in Buffalo. I had the Dolphins winning, but really, who cares about this game? I got it wrong. I, predict, I predicted that the Dolphins would win, but who really cares? It's not that big of a deal. Bills did what they did. Josh Allen ran the ball. I thought that the Dolphins would stop it. They didn't. That, that's that. Both teams are not making the playoffs. doesn't really matter. Next up is Lions and Packers. Game doesn't matter either way. But Aaron Rodgers did exit early uh, on in the first quarter with a uh, first or second quarter. It was early on, pretty pretty early on. But they were down 14-0 uh, by then. And the game was, yeah, it was second quarter. And the game was essentially over at that point. They got blown out 31-0. The Lions won, beat the Packers. Um, Rodgers exited with a concussion. Uh, I'm pretty sure that if he still played, they would, they still would have lost, so no excuse um, really of that, me getting that wrong. But I, th- I thought that Aaron Rodgers would do a bit better and that he would be a lot more motivated to win that game, but he really didn't show me that. Um, and the Lions somehow won. Biggest takeaway from that is Matt Prater got a throwing touchdown, and he's the kicker. So that game didn't really matter either. The other game that I got wrong was the Panthers and Saints. I thought the Saints were going to win this. I knew that they were going to rest Drew Brees, but I thought that um, Teddy Bridgewater would, you know, do something aside from throwing. Uh, I don't even know what he threw, but they put up 14 points, but it wasn't anything impressive. But it's a good thing for the Saints to be able to rest all their starters and go into uh, the playoffs with the first round by and first seed. And for the Packers, I have no idea. Who Kyle Allen, who Kyle Allen was, I had no idea that he was gonna play. He's he's an undrafted rookie. He played pretty well for for the for the whole game. Um, nothing too crazy there though. Uh, the last game that I got wrong was the Browns and Ravens. Now this game I thought that the Browns were gonna win and help push the Steelers into the playoffs. I was wrong, but the Browns lost by two points. The total score was twenty six twenty four. Uh, my takeaway from this is that. I don't think that the Browns are going to keep Greg Williams, even though I really like him, and he's doing some really good things there. Um, but their guy is Baker Mayfield. I know that some people don't like him. Some people love him. I really like what he's doing, and I think that he's their, their quarterback of the future. Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens went from the first – well, tied for the first defense to the second-best defense in the NFL – uh, by points per game allowed 
uh, defensively because of Baker Mayfield. He scored 24 points for them, and he threw for over 300 yards. That is only the third time the Ravens so far this year have allowed over 300 yards passing. One of them was to Patrick Mahomes, which they lost. The other two were to one guy, my guy Baker Mayfield. So I, so I mean, they were in position to win, but they just didn't. And yes, he had three turnovers, but he also had three touchdowns. But I don't think that they're in that position to lose that game or get those interceptions if they don't miss that field goal um, going like, going into halftime. I mean, it's a 46-yard field goal. I mean, come on, you got to make that. Uh, but it was wide left. And then his bad interception at the end of the game. But, I mean, it was fourth and ten. I mean, like, if they kick a field goal from there, it's a 56-yarder, 55, 56-yarder. Which is makeable, but the guy missed, you know, like a 40-something yarder. So they're not going to have him kick it again from farther out. So I feel like in that situation, it's, yes, he threw the interception. Yes, he made two other interceptions. But, I mean, it wasn't really all on him for that loss. Um, Now I'm going to start from the top on all the games that I got right. All right, the Jets and Patriots. The Patriots held the Jets to three points. Just looking at the score, 38-3, Patriots won at home. Easy way from the to clinch a first-round bye. That was the story of the game. Uh, Tom Brady went back to his old self, and the Jets looked like garbage. But I think that this, more for me, kind of says, all right, the Patriots are now settling into kind of where their defense should be. It's not great, but it's not horrible. Uh, I mean, they did hold the Jets to three points and and like this is this was one of those games where I like I said last week that Sam Darnold is extremely inconsistent and I don't like that about him. And he was inconsistent in this game, put up only three points, nothing too crazy. Patriots clinched a first round bye and the second seed. Next game, Cowboys and Giants. Now for me I was shocked that the Cowboys played Dak Prescott, um, but they rested a lot of their other guys. But despite that, the Cowboys, with Dak Prescott and a bunch of second stringers, third stringers, whoever they are, beat the Giants 36-35. And for me, all although some people will say, I mean, they already had the bye. I mean, not the bye. Um, the playoff berth already there. They already got into the playoffs. They're set. They are. They already got the division, so they so they didn't have to worry about that. But I think that this was more of a statement game for them because they didn't really get anything going on the rushing attack. Uh, they got fifty-one yards total. Nothing too efficient there, though. Their their passing though with Dak Prescott was amazing. I thought it was very risky for them to play him. Because you don't want him getting injured, but it was, it, it ended up being a good thing because now you have him going into this week against Seattle in the playoffs with some you know morale boost, some sort of a confidence. He threw for four touchdowns and zero interceptions, 
with 44 throws. I think that's the most he's thrown in quite some time, but still, even then, it's impressive that that he did that. And it was overall a great performance. That throw that he made to um, Cole Beasley, where Cole Beasley, upon review, I mean, I, I, I didn't think it was a catch because I didn't really know the rules that well on the catch because it's been ambiguous for a long time. But I did look it up, and it is a catch. Um, the ruling was that even though he didn't get both feet inbounds, the ruling for a catch to be ruled inbounds is either two feet inbounds or any part of the body, aside from the hands, touches the ground. So in this case, he got one knee on the ground, and therefore it is a catch. And I think this is really good because he overcame the defense not playing that well because they rested a lot of their guys. So Saquon went off. He had a long uh, running play. Uh, which is where he got a lot of his rushing yards. But aside from that, the, the defense really held him for most of the game, except for that one play. Uh, but he's Saquon, so he's eventually going to break one loose. Um, the defense didn't play overall crazy well, but I think that Prescott showed us that, you know, he has what it takes to, you know, win a game at least in the playoffs. Next up, the Falcons and Buccaneers. No one cares about this game. Falcons won. Was I don't really care as much. I don't have anything to take away from this aside from uh, the Buccaneers. I believe fired their head coach or offensive coordinator or something. Um, but both franchises are just in the dumps right now. Falcons are are straying farther and farther when than than they were uh, when they made the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty One, I believe. Yeah, Super Bowl Fifty One, and the Buccaneers just continue to be. Bat. Next up, Jaguars Texans. Texans get that uh, third seed, clinch the AFC South title, um, and the Jaguars look like the Jaguars of old. No- nothing like the Jaguars from last year, and the Texans look like they're hot, but nothing too impressive on their part. Chargers Broncos. Now, this one I was very disappointed in. Uh, I thought that the well, well, I was impressed and disappointed. I was impressed by the Chargers' defense to do what they did, hold the Broncos to nine points, so a field goal and then a touchdown. But then uh, I think they went for two. Yeah, yeah, they went for two. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos went for two, and then they ended up getting like a pick six or something like that, or pick two in this case. So the Chargers ended up getting those two points. But I wasn't really too impressed with the offense. I mean, they ended up putting up 21 points and then got that extra two from the defense, but it wasn't anything too impressive. It was, no, no. No, it was only one touchdown. Yeah, it wasn't anything too impressive that I saw from the Chargers offense. They got, yeah, two touchdowns total on the offensive side, which is 14 points, and then got a touchdown on the defensive side as well as an extra two points. It wasn't anything too crazy. I wasn't really – Surprised or happy about it, actually. As a, as a Chargers fan, I wasn't really glad about the win. I was glad that I was glad that they got the win, but I wasn't glad how they got the win. Chiefs Raiders. I mean, Raiders are bad. Chiefs good. Chiefs clinched the number one seed in the AFC West. Um, 
nothing too impressive there. I just don't want to hear complaining from Chiefs fans or anyone saying, Oh, no, the Chiefs don't have a good defense. Dude, you just held the Raiders to three points. Last time, it was a lot worse than the, what the score was the last time that they played against the Raiders. Last time that they played against the Raiders, the score was 40-33. to 33. They went from giving up 33 points to the Raiders to giving up only three. So, yeah, just pump the brakes a bit on on giving Patrick Mahomes all these excuses. Um, Niners and Rams. I mean, the Rams blew up the Niners. I mean, I mean, what else can I say? They blew them out for three quarters, and then, and then the Niners started to catch up a bit near the end. But, it, but I mean, we all knew that this was going to be the outcome. And then the next game, Bears beat the Vikings. Um, what can I say? Kirk Cousins is just not the guy. And, and I'm going to get that to that later on. But this Bears defense is insane. The only thing that I think that that can prevent them from being Super Bowl title winners, Super Bowl champions, if you want to say, is Mitch Trubisky, or just their offense in general. It's not a high-scoring offense. Their defense is most of their work for them. And I think that when they go against really, really good teams, that their offense needs to be able to produce some points. It doesn't have to be a whole lot, but it has to be – a good amount that gets them over the hump. But I don't think that they'll be able to do that in the playoffs. But that's for tomorrow for me to talk about. Um, Steelers and Bengals. For me, this game was like, it, it had a whole lot of stuff, but it wasn't really impressive win. I mean, they played without Antonio Brown. So, yeah, they won. 16-13, Steelers win over the Bengals in Pittsburgh. They don't get the AFC North title since uh, Cleveland lost to the Ravens. But the story of this game was their offense looked weak. Their defense played pretty well, but their offense was weak without Antonio Brown. And just all the drama with Antonio Brown that I'm going to get to in the next segment. Next up is the Cardinals and Seahawks. Seahawks get that number five seed. Um... Nothing too crazy. The Cardinals did play pretty well. Um, but, you know, Russell Wilson continue, continues to do his magic. That's about it. Eagles and Redskins. Now, for the Eagles, they come into the playoffs with a whole bunch of momentum. With with Nick Foles going 3-0 in their last three games to help them get that number six seed in the NFC playoffs. Their defense shut out the Redskins. And the Redskins aren't a good offensive team. They've been playing with backups. But to shut them out is something else. I mean, you don't see that too often. Especially in today's NFL. But the Eagles do win 24-0. Nick Foles brings back that magic. He didn't play too crazy, but as long as he's there, they're, they're winning. And that's all that matters. Next up is Colts and Titans in primetime Sunday matchup. Colts win 33-17. I didn't even watch this game. I knew right away that the Titans were going to lose. I think I don't, I don't think Mary Odin played, but either way, it wasn't a close game. I looked up from 
for, for a bit at the score, and it was just a blowout. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert played. Not Marcus Mar- Marcus Mariota didn't even play. So it's it wasn't really impressive of a win, but it was still a win, and they got that succeed in the AFC, and that's what matters for them. That's all that matters. They won. They won a game that they're supposed to, and they got into the playoffs. And Angela continues to play spectacularly, and that's about it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna move on to the next segment now. <laughs> 